Hello, and welcome to Inside Track and Field with Coach Rhodes. This is a podcast about the track and field scene in Prince George's County, Maryland. Where we came from, where we are, and where we're headed. Our guests will include athletes, coaches, and others that were instrumental in contributing to the rich, strong heritage that is known for PG track and field. So sit back and get ready to enjoy as we spend some time with some amazing guests, laughing, talking, reminiscing, all about our history. Welcome to Inside Track and Field. So welcome back to Inside Track and Field. I'm your host, Coach Carl Rose. Today's guest I'm really excited for. He has high school personal best of 48.41 for 400 meters, 1 minute 58.4 seconds for 800 meters. He won the Springdale School's first male individual state title in 2003. He captured the 2003 State crown in the 300 meter dash hosting a 35.64 seconds, avenging his fifth place finish the year before. At that same meet, he helped his team win the four by 400 meter relay, leaving the final event of the day, defeating traditional powerhouse teams of Suitland, Oxen Hill and High Point. A main cog individually and for numerous relays at championships and national meets, he was inducted to the CH Flowers Golden Spike Club. Welcome, 2003 CH Flowers alum, Mr. Daryl Young. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Coach. Glad to be here. Anytime, anytime. I'm always interested in, in hearing you guys' um, stories. So um, one of the things um, we uh, try to do with the show is just get some of the great history of Prince George's County track and field. Um, spend some time and talk to those that were instrumental or, or those that were part of um, programs that, um, you know, left a story behind. So, um, but before we jump into some of the, your old history, tell me about what you remember about the first year and your first season at Flowers. First year uh, at Flowers. Uh, I remember it was, um, it was an eye-opener because for one reason or another, my freshman year, uh, I'll, I'll just say I didn't get the, I didn't make the grades. I was a knucklehead at, uh, at Duval, uh, your uh, school that you also coached at and won championships at too. Um, so I came to Flowers when it opened uh, my sophomore year. Uh, needless to say, I got the grades, got on board. And um, it was, uh, it was an eye-opener because not running my freshman year, like I didn't like know how it, how things were going to turn out. I didn't, I didn't uh, like know like who I was actually gonna be running against. It's just gonna be like my grade against you know like ninth graders against ninth graders, tenth graders against tenth graders, and so on and so forth. I'm racing against like what I thought in my mind was grown men, like seniors and stuff, you know. <laughs> um, so like, I was I was a nervous wreck out there, you know, and I was just uh, it was a uh, like I said, just to, to sum it all up, it was it was an eye opener. It was an eye opener. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, I definitely remember um, meeting you, you know, for the first time at, at Duval, and 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 you came you came with some experience. So uh, so we were looking forward to you know just uh, getting you used to the program and 
and seeing, you know, seeing what you can, you know, seeing what you can do your first year. But, um, but I was excited, you know, when we moved over to flowers and you, and you came along as well, because I think that that freshman year kind of just being in school kind of, you know, got you to, to think about, you know, the things that you had to take care of to be prepared. So, so it was, it was cool when, um, you know, when we moved over to flowers and you were just, and you were ready to go, you were ready to start, you know, start getting, getting your feet, you know, into the high school scene and, and a little bit different from the, from the youth um, club scene and stuff like that. So with that, it kind of goes into, um, how did you first get involved in running track and field? Um, so I first got involved with track and field by uh, running with uh, uh, <laughs> Glenarden Track Club. Um, that was in 96, the summer of 96. Um, I was always like, you know, the fastest on like any spot. I played like many sports, you know, um, throughout throughout the years, like through, like literally like baseball, uh, uh, basketball, football. I was never good at any, any one of them. I couldn't catch. <laughs> you know, uh, my hand, my hand, my hand-eye coordination wasn't good enough for baseball to hit anything, um, and uh, I couldn't tackle. Like you know, what I'm saying like, so, but I was always the fastest on, on every team and every sport that I played. So my parents decided to sign us up, sign me uh, up for track, and um, uh, they signed up for Glenarden, and um, that's how I got my start. Nice, nice. So obviously they're they're a, they're a huge club in the area and uh, very historic and and um, you know always have you know a, a good team and so what were some of the first experiences or first races that you did when you started you know when you started with them? So like my first race, I'll even go back to my first practice. Um, so Glenarden has this thing where. I think they started like the first of the last week of March. Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but they would have a week what they call cross country, and like it would be it would start off practice you know like 30 minutes of like calisthenics and like drills and warming up. You run a mile for warm up and do these uh these drills for about 30 minutes, and you're good to go. You're loosening your limber, but then after that, you would run like a three mile like literally like a three mile cross country course, <laughs> and then you would start practice. <laughs> Um, so that's one thing I always, I always remember, but like my first, like, or my, like one lasting impression that I remember with, running with Glenarden, uh, was my first nationals. Um, I made it to, I qualified for nationals in the, uh, the four by eight and it was at the university of Houston. And, um, mm -hmm. we, we, we ran our butts off. We, uh, if you know anything about USATF, uh, junior Olympics, top eight medals, mm -hmm. um, and it's not like a participation trophy. Like, you know, you, you run your butt off you hit the top eight. You get, you're proud of that, that if, whether it's eighth, seventh, first, whatever. Um, we got ninth. <laughs> we wow. placed ninth. And I'll never forget that. But that was like, uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a heck of an experience, especially for it being my first year, like actually running like a, uh, organized track and field. That's cool. That's cool. No, when you when you get to that to that uh, USATF Nationals or AU Nationals, it's it's uh, no shabby uh, no shabby uh, times for that eighth and you know seventh sixth place. No, definitely no shabby times. Sometimes going beyond that, <laughs> the times are mm -hmm. the times are really competitive. So that's mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. So as you started to develop um, and you know go to nationals and and do things like that, when when did you realize this might be something that you can excel and 
it can, you know, take you to higher heights or this was something you were going to have success in? Um, to answer that question, it would be my uh, junior year in high school at Flowers. Um, it was, um, this might be a long-winded uh, answer, so forgive me. <laughs> no <laughs> worries, no worries. It was a junior year my, uh, at Flowers and uh, it was county championships. Um, I want to start by saying like sophomore year, remember we were two-way. Right. And then the very next year, we bumped up the four A, so we with the big boys, you know. Yeah. Not um, not saying anything bad about you know one A or two A, because what two A had like Kyle Farmer and, and uh, you know those guys. Yeah. Those guys, yeah. yep. Yeah. But <laughs> so, definitely a lot, definitely a lot tougher in in the, in the four A top to bottom. Oh yes, one hundred percent. So we bumped up to four A, and I uh, I ended up winning the um, the uh, the five hundred meters and uh, county championships. But the year prior to that. While we're like little guys and like in two way, kind of trying to like you know find our way and like make a name for ourselves, I'm like you know frightened by these like you know these older guys like you know uh, like Tim Riley, Shane Stroop, you know again Cal Farmer, like uh, what's, what's the uh, Postel? I forget, I forget the kid's name. The other kid that ran for um for the same school that uh, Cal Farmer went to. But at any rate, uh, when I when I won the 500 meter championship against the uh, uh, and I beat, I took out the guy that actually won the year before that I was like frightened of. <laughs> like, I, when I won that race, like it, it gave me so much confidence. And like at that point, I was like, okay, this is something that, you know, I might be able to like take serious and, you know, excel in and maybe, you know, even like get a scholarship in and, like, you know, get a paid education in college, you know? So once you captured that title, what, what was something that you noticed that changed? Uh, yeah, like, when I start like, after the, you know, post-warm-up and, like, we head to the bullpen to, like, check in and get my hip number, I would notice, like, the bullpen would start getting quiet. People would just start looking at me. I would hear chatter, like, oh, my God. he's running? Like, ah, like, you know, or if it's a relay, like, oh, what leg is he running? Like, what, what leg is Daryl running, you know? So that's one one thing that I noticed, but it was kind of like a little, uh, 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 a stroke of the ego, but, you know, I earned it, so it was cool with me. Definitely, definitely. No, there, there was there was definitely a jump. I think, um, you know, just getting our feet wet the first year, and 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 then, you know, being really quickly introduced to to the to the four A, you know, after you know only having ninth and tenth graders, and then slowly, you know, building to where we had our you know all four grades. So that that was definitely eye opening. So, um, who were some of your your as you started to develop and you're you're now feeling more confident you're you're competing against you know a, a host of you know you know good people you know you're talking about the Tim Rallies and the the Brian Steels and the Serge McGills right. and guys like that you know you're you're competing pretty well um who were some of the people that you professionally that you that you kind of looked at or or you may have you know had had you know a high respect for he just, he just fired off a, a few good names too. Um, obviously, yes, uh, Tim Riley. Like I said, I I, I ran underneath him because he's a year older than me. So, you know, mm -hmm. if we're for example, like you know, uh, in boys and girls club, you know, it's 15, 16, You have two age groups or two ages running in the same age group. I was always a year underneath him, and I was like just see him just absolutely dominating them like summer track, and then you get to high school. I'm like, dude, I have to run against this guy again, like for a couple years. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. But yeah, like 
And I, like when we lined up and like we ran against each other and actually like you know like I said like took that W, um, that that that, that you know d- that did something for me. But he was one of them. Um, um, in my field, that what was the kid's name from um from Archbishop Carroll? He was I think from like Trinidad. Randy, Randy, uh, yeah, Randy, Lee? yeah, I forgot his last name, yeah, Randy Lee, maybe, Randy yeah, Lee. yeah, 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 he was, yep. even though he was a year younger than me, he was a dog, and like, like, he, he ran 110%, left nothing, like, left, left it all on the track, every, every race, so if we ever lined up, that was one person, um, and Serge McGill, Serge, I, I could throw him in there, too, I could definitely throw him in there, too. yeah, yeah. I can definitely competitive. Suitland was definitely one of the one of the one of the competitive teams that you know that we we were we were always excited you know to to go up against and, and you know try and put a little you know try and put a little stamp on 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 belonging you know you know with that with that type of group. Mm-hmm. Um, so thinking back, as you in addition to that time when you kind of you know started feeling that confidence what would you consider one of the highlights, uh, one of the most memorable experiences as far as, um, you know, with your teammates, um, you know, you had a chance to, to definitely experience a variety of big meets, you know, you know, nationals and, and, and different things like that. What was one of your highlights that you can, um, that you remember well, and was just, you know, you just afterwards, you just felt like super, like you accomplished something. It would be, even though like, uh, I did win the state championships in the uh, at 300. Um, it, I have to keep going back to that uh, that county championship, just because it just what it did for my confidence. Um, like I I went into the race like not really bad experience in the 500. Uh, one, um, yeah. I had a heck of a season up until that point, um, and just you know I I knew I was capable of uh you know possibly placing top three. But never in my wildest dreams I think mm-hmm. I was gonna take out the state champion from the year before. You know, like I just right, you know, when that happened, like I got ink in the paper for like the first time, you know, like I know what was it? Yep. Uh, those, those forms like that's that and um yeah there was another one that you that regardless of what they were, you didn't you you were definitely against us like comp- commenting and like uh t- taking part in that. <laughs> I, but I would see like my name in the in the newspaper and see my name being mentioned in these forums and stuff, and I'm like I was just taken aback by like, wow, like uh, just by, you know, putting my feet on the ground and coming to first place. This I get all this this pub. So yeah, that yeah that 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 did it for me, really. That's really cool, man. That's really cool. No, definitely. I think you you guys kind of came around that time when um, I mean the internet was 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 out and people were searching things, but I think um, kind of bridging the gap between you know, die stat becoming popular now to it, you know, mile split now and athletic net and, you know, just all the different, you know, you know, IG and Twitter and everything. I think you guys were right at the cusp of, of starting to see, um, you know, publicity and, and promotion being shared, you know, at a wider, a wider range. So I know I, we, we were, um, as a staff, we were always a little, you know, a little hesitant, but, but, but we enjoyed seeing it, you know, as well. Um, so that segues excellent, man, to, to the point where, where the fact that, that you put some emphasis on, on the counties as being kind of that watershed moment, um, talk a little bit about how competitive 
the county is and how how it you know again you kind of went into how it feels to win a county you know championship a county title but talk a little bit more about um about how it really is to 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 compete in prince george's county you know kind of as 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 you get to that championship meet and the competitiveness yeah because like again like uh, not not to uh, steal anything from kevin durant but it's something in the water in prince george's county Especially back then, not to take anything away from the from the cast that are running now and competing now in, uh, in current times, but I mean, every like meet where you got like a uh, us Eleanor Roosevelt, Suitland, Oxen Hill, Gwen Park, like you got. I'm just gonna fire off some names. You got uh, your Josh Allen's, your, your Paul Youngs, um, Justin yeah. Byron, Herbert Nichols, yeah. you know, like uh, Tim Ryan, you're like. like <laughs> Like, come on. It's like the Olympics every time you uh, you step on the track. Like, every meet. Yep. You know, like, it was uh, it's super competitive. And this is just, like, within, like, inter-county meets. Or it might be where we go to, say, like, uh, Baltimore County, do a run up, or Baltimore City, might run it, like, Western or something like that. And you get all yeah. the people, go to Morgan in Baltimore City, and you get all those, all the county teams up there, it's like, you can't get away from it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like, it was, it was super competitive. Um, and you, you just knew you had to like, you had to bring it every every week. You had to bring it. There was there was no uh, and if you didn't, you will get embarrassed and you're gonna be talked about in those forums. Like you just definitely definitely super competitive. Definitely. Like if I can sum it up, that, it two words: super competitive. That's true. That's that's definitely part of um, what always made me kind of you know be excited about about the seasons, the upcoming seasons, and and just just knowing you know, that the county would, would just, um, no sleep for the weary, you know, you, you had to work hard as an athlete, you know, coaches had to work hard and strategize and things like that. And, um, and, and just, you know, do the best they can to prepare, you know, for, for that kind of competition. Um, who, who were some of the, the people that you felt, um, and this could be from any, any time in your career as, as, a um, it's always a tough question because you don't want to leave anybody out, but who were some of the peep coaches uh, that influenced you or, or helped, um, you know, you know, you think, you know, gave you some nuggets that helped you along the way. And it could be anyone from, like I said, from, from the beginning of your career all the way through. Um, my very first coach, um, uh, coach uh, Dorsey Bobo. Uh, he was a coach for uh, the mid distance coach from uh, Bernard. Um, yeah, as you may know, I had range and I could run anything from like the, maybe say the 200 to like the eight and be pretty decent at it. And, uh, that was his realm. He was, uh, he was like, a uh, almost like a father figure almost, you know? Um, my dad was actually the guy that actually like, you know, really got me like, you know, with my feet on the street and running and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. but coach Bobo, um, uh, with, uh, Glenarden track and club, uh, that'd be one. Um, I had to toot your own horn, you, because you put the battery in my back to actually like uh, take care of the things I had to do, like with the books to actually like be able to perform on the track. Um, I'll even like share this like story with everyone. I remember when I first got the flowers, I remember my, my like I said, I didn't have the grades. And for some reason, I thought just since because my name was somewhat ringing bells, that I could actually like practice with the cross country team uh, before getting my, <laughs> my report card. And I came out there, like I brought my shoes, my, my sweats and everything. I came out to run and you just told me no. And you called me an outsider. And you said, you don't, we don't deal with outsiders. 
And I'll never forget that. And I appreciate you for telling me that because it made me like, you know, focus and like say, hey, like talk to myself, say, hey, you need to do X, Y, and Z in, in, in school, get the grades so you can actually do what you really want to do. Um, and, and like I said, my dad wasn't officially a coach, but my dad, like he, he played a, a big role in me actually like uh, having like a, uh, the success that I did actually like have. Um, Absolutely. He, he emphasized like doing the, the putting in the work and doing the extra stuff outside of practice, like taking me on runs that I did not want to go on go on at all. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> my dad has to be uh, be, uh, be be up there with you guys as well too. That's cool, man. I actually I actually forgot forgot about that, but but I definitely um, as you talked to talk about, it, I definitely brought back brought back some memories and. And, and um, but I just again, I just I, did, I love the way you would, um, you matured from that and was able to develop, you know, and 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 of course, you know, you you um, you know, you learned as as you as you got older and and, and as your career developed, you kept on, you know, you you kept on working on just being, you know, both the student and the athlete. So that was that was always cool as, as you got close to you know, getting through high school and moving on to the collegiate level. Um, so looking at that, what, um, when you transitioned into college, what was, I guess, some of the things that maybe surprised you or some of the things that maybe were the same, um, you know, in, in going from, a being a high school runner that was able to experience, you know, some pretty, you know, high highs to now being a collegiate runner when many of the students now are, all on your level. Well, that transition was uh, it was a, a again another eye opener. It was a uh, also a lesson learned as well. Because um, coming from high school, being like uh, you know, I guess I guess air quotes highly recruited, you know, um, and then once you get there, you think you're like the big man on campus. But when I got there. I figured, I saw and I learned quickly there are even bigger men on campus. <laughs> like there were people that were recruited yeah. just like I was, but they're now like a lot older, a lot like more physically mature. They've been putting down like faster times than me. And I can't sit there and be afraid or worry about any of that because like I have to perform in order to like, you know, keep the scholarship that I earned. Um right. so that was that was something. I mean, track is gonna be track, you know, practice is still gonna be practice. And, you know, that's still going to be the same. You know, the camaraderie was uh, was great. I'll never forget my, my college days at all. I still even keep in touch with, like, all of my – majority of my college uh, 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 teammates. Um, but it, it, it was uh, – and also it, it went from feeling like it was like – it felt like it was a job. <laughs> you right, know, like, right. Because we all had something that, you know, as far as, like, our sco- a scholarship athletes, student athletes, it felt like something – we had to do to keep our scholarships. So it's like we constantly being like held accountable, whereas in like high school, like, you know, not so much, you know, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. It does. No, the, 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 definitely um, the business side of it is, is, is in, 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 in a few of the conversations we've had, I've had um, on this podcast is definitely more of a business side to it. And, um, you know, everyone's experiences is, is a little bit different, but they're similar in a few ways that that um, 
you know, on the collegiate level, you know, you're really so performance based that, you know, sometimes it makes, you know, it makes it a little bit, you know, different than, than what your high school experience was. So it's, 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 um, it's definitely some, some good conversation to share with kind of going to my next question with, with the up and coming, you know, people, the new, the, the, the runners that are currently out here now, what type of things would you um, share with them now that you have, you had time to kind of look back and think about, you know, your high school career, some of your, your, your college career, what would be some things you would share with those um, current runners that are, that are around now? Oh, well, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, be coachable. Um, your coaches know that what they're doing. They know what they're talking about. You know, they have your best interest at heart. You know, they see you like every day for about, you know, six, seven, eight months out the year. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Be very coachable. Um, don't be bullheaded. Don't be like, you know, don't act like you know mm-hmm. everything. Like just listen to them, let them do their jobs and let them help develop you into the athlete that they have you have in mind, you know, that, that, they, that they actually like project and see um, their successes. Um, and put in the work, like um, don't just rely on practice. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's uh if you got money money through Friday or sometimes Saturday practices, you know, yep. take a couple um take a couple like jogs or do like push ups, sit ups, or work on your form or something like uh or calisthenics at home on your uh on your time off. Cause it definitely is beneficial. Definitely. If you especially if you wanna like, you know, be a top one, two, three athlete in the in the state or in the in the nation. Like it's not gonna just come by you uh showing up to practice and just beating everybody. You gotta actually put in the work and like on your time off definitely definitely good stuff man so i'm not sure if you remember this and i and i'm i'm hoping my in my old days i'm re, i recall it correctly but but there was um there was a uh, a regional meet i don't i want to say it had to be your junior year okay. because i think that's when we we like i said you you, you were so you we we were looking for you to qualify both in the three and the five and we were in the armory and um, I remember you guys, it was another runner that you guys were competing pretty much all year for, you know, for top, uh, top times in the 500. And for whatever reason, I think it might've been, we only, we might've only ran the 500 one time that year. So you didn't have a fast time to be in the seat of heat. Mm-hmm. So you and this kid um, from Northwestern, you guys are, you guys are in the heat together. Uh-huh. And Coach Shep and I are watching the race and we're kind of looking at it. And both of you guys, I guess, thought that you can kind of cruise oh, to qualify. <laughs> so we're looking at each other, kind of, you know, wanting to wanting to curse and stuff. And 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 you guys both, you know, cruise to whatever the time was, you know, 105, 106, or you know, whatever it was in, in you know, in in the armory. And lo and behold, the unseated yep. section yep. comes yep. and runs the top four times so we don't you know we don't even advance the top two kids All right. from the county don't even <laughs> advance <laughs> so i think we had a short conversation that day but but um what do you remember about that about that race if you recall I remember <laughs> exactly what race you're talking about so actually it's my senior year at the sports and learning complex um, mm-hmm. I had like tweaked my hamstring, so I was out for like three weeks from like competition. That was my first race back, 
but I still ended up in the uh, the Cedar Heat. But it was me and Thomas Dunn from uh, Northwestern. There you go. That's what it was. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a fellow hummingbird. Uh, that was just a respected uh, uh, summer track team. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you you described the race perfectly. We we just hopped out front and we were just side by side, like literally jogging in a 500, which is almost a sprint. And yeah, like we didn't um in uh, off lobby actually off lobby Ramirez, my man. He was actually in that in that heat as well. And both of us took the race over like maybe about 150 meters left. And just like kick, like full, like full blown, just kick. And I believe Off Lobby uh, won that race, but I looked at the at the uh, when we crossed the finish line, I looked at the uh, the scoreboard or, or the timer, and we had run like one oh six or something extremely slow. Because mind you, the year before my yeah. PR was one oh five five, so I'm expecting to run like one oh four something at least the, the next year, but nowhere near it. And I had like the like the number, I, I, I'm the guy that year to win the 500. Like I'm supposed to, that's my race. I'm supposed to win. And when I saw that we didn't qualify, oh my goodness, I oh, I was sick. I mean, to my stomach, really. Like I, I left the track. I went out the building. I kicked the golf cart. Like I, I was sick to my stomach. And like Alpha Lobby came out and like calmed me down and um. You know, said so like put it behind me, even though like I tried my best, but I couldn't. And he said, "Let's come in, let's let's win this four by two. and we blew it out. But the that 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 crushed me. That crushed me. <laughs> that crushed me. It's definitely it's definitely one we remember. But um, but you obviously you bounced back. Um, you bounced back. You know, at states and 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 had a and had a good state meet. So it was, but it was definitely one that I think um. You know, it's just a lesson, another lesson learned along the way. You know, as 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 we go, and there are these obstacles that we that we face and stuff, and you know, sometimes, and and things like that. Um, so, we're gonna jump into our rapid fire section. Um, this is just an area where we just want you, you. I have an idea who who I think what I think some of the answers will be, but 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 we're gonna run through it yeah. um, and just come up with this, the first thing that comes off your head top of your head when um, we go through. We're gonna ask you three questions mm -hmm. and just want you to respond quickly, um, you know, with with these and 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 hear what you, you know, share with our guests, what you got to say. So um, first one is, which, co which competitor were you most intimidated or excited to face in high school? Which one of your competitors? Uh, can I give two? Sure. And I, I named him already, but uh, Shane Stroop <laughs> and uh, Timothy Riley. Those, good ones. Those, good those ones. Dogs, good man. ones. Dogs, I swear. They, good <laughs> ones. So, good, good. We're going to get it back to that. So, other than your marquee event, other than your marquee event, which event is your was your favorite? My favorite? Any leg on the 4x4. <laughs> oh, I love it. Mile relay, end of the meet. Mm -hmm. I love it. Love it. Okay. All right. And this one, um, I've definitely been asking um, most most of my guests. What what was your least what was your least favorite workout? You know the answer to that question. <laughs> Mental toughness, 10 400s. <laughs> Especially <laughs> on a Saturday morning. <laughs> Especially on the Saturday, yes, sir. Definitely, definitely. How about your favorite? We're gonna give you an extra one. How about your favorite workout? Uh, was those um, 
what you call it, the the fartlets. We actually like had to like you know you're in the back, you have to like sprint to the front, and then that cycle just continues for however long you guys had us running. Actually enjoyed those. Do some surging. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool. So so going back to the the, the competitors, you had um, Shane Stroop, um, and and Tim Tim Riley. So Shane was interesting. That was in our one A two A days mm-hmm. earlier on, but. Um, but heck of a heck of a runner and has some has some good range. What was what was unique, I guess, or what was what was um, exciting about competing against him? Because he was like like balls to the wall, like every every race, and like I didn't know the boy could like sprint. Cause I mean, we went to uh, he ran for South River. I forgot what meet that was. We were still in two way at that point. Um, but he anchored a four by four. Mm-hmm. and killed it like by himself he may have run like 47 and changed and i didn't know he was capable of doing that like but he just yeah. he just like i said like he ran he ran everything from like i didn't know he, to that that point that he could run from like the 400 up to the mile and even do, be dominant in cross country so you like you you knew what you were going to get when you saw him like line up between the lines in any of those races and, and even in cross country like it was yeah you know, like i was a fan and a competitor at the yeah. same time Absolutely, absolutely. No, he definitely has some great range, and just just remember him. Um, you know, remember him having a little little funny hitch, but 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 uh, but he but he did go. He did uh, lay the hammer. You know, so that's that's cool. That's cool, man. And of course, um, Timothy Riley. You know, had a had a great you know great career, and, and is now coaching. Mm-hmm. You know, and is now coaching in the county. So um, another good one. Um, another good one. Um, one of the things um, I think all athletes do kind of whether they realize or not is um is have some sort of um mental preparation or routine you know that they do um to get ready for their races to get ready on meet day what what was something that you did that that you found success in um just prepping for for your races and you mean it could have been something just you know you did in your head or or maybe a, a, a certain you know extra warm-up thing you did what was something that you did you felt that that helped you uh, mentally get ready <laughs> um listen to loud music in my headphones like trap music <laughs> I, <laughs> I would warm up to like the same maybe five or six songs on repeat um my junior and senior year, like, I don't care if it was newer music out, but I would listen to 3-6 Mafia very loud in these big, like, bass headphones, and by the time I was, re- <laughs> by the time, by the time I was in the bullpen, I was ready to fight somebody. Like, I was, I was, <laughs> it would give me, that, that did the job for me. Like, I was, I would run angry. <laughs> but it did, but it worked. Yes, it helped. Man. That was just my routine. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, So, just, just looking back, Looking back at kind of how you, you know, how you went through, obviously track and field was a, was a big part of your life. Um, I know you still um, follow it today and are, are a student of the game and, and things like that. What, um, looking back, what are some of the things that do you believe um, being involved in track and field helped shape you to who you are today? What type of, what type of transfer skill sets do you think that, that helped you with um, participating in track? Well, I mean, you had to have like a good diet to like, you know, be a, uh, I guess, a short or long sprinter um, or just a, a, an athlete in general, you know, so that's, uh, that's stuck with me. You know, I still maintain a good diet and work out, you know, every now and then. 
Um, also, it's maybe a little bit uh, psychological, but it like gave me discipline because like one, I had to like, had to focus in school, you know, I had to be, like you said, a student and an athlete. And I couldn't just be an athlete. That's just impossible in, you know, collegiate or uh, scholastic sports. It's, it's impossible. You have to be a student and an athlete. Um, so it gave me discipline that like I carry on to this day. Um, and also not to be impulsive, if, if that makes any sense. I'll try to make it make sense. Like, you know, you have to wait until the gun actually like fires to actually like start your race. So you actually have to like focus before you actually make a decision to actually do something. And that's like stuck with me as well um, into my adult life, like post-athletics. That's interesting. That's very good, man. That's very interesting. Um, you know, a lot, a, a lot of, um, you know, people sometimes have, you know, I would say some, some challenges or difficulties, not, you know, letting go of, 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 of that athletic side, but, but um, you've definitely, you know, used it well to kind of, you know, put you in a position to, you know, for your adult life and, 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 and will continue. So um, this has been cool, man. I, I knew it was going to be fun, you know, hearing some of those old stories. And, and I know there's probably about, you know, 30,000 more, <laughs> we can we can go through it and, and things like that but um I was looking forward to it you know because you were definitely one of the first um to kind of put the stamp on at Flowers High School but that took it to being you know uh such a good competitor county and you know and district wide leading you to that to that state title and um being one of the most respected runners you know in in the area so it's, I'm, I'm, I'm real glad we got a chance to um, share some of your story with, uh, with the listeners. And I'm, you know, looking forward to, um, you know, to, to hearing, you know, their feedback and, and excitement with, uh, with, with the stuff we had here. So um, any, other, any final notes you'd like to share with our listeners? Any tidbits um, before we go? Uh, well, one for you personally, thanks for having me. Um, I'm glad I could actually, uh, and we can get to catch up a little bit and, uh, chop it up about uh, our favorite sport. Um, Definitely. Uh, and just everybody out there that's listening, I hope you enjoyed and um, stay safe. Definitely. Definitely. I will add the, the one close out. I, I, I did know because of your, your, your street, I know you didn't mention it, your, your, your block, if, you, if, if I call it that, you had, uh, you had several athletes that were at Duval, came through Duval and and we, we heard about you, you know, long before we, uh, we met you at Duval because, uh, because of, uh, Rob Davis's dad, oh, right. Mr. Davis, yeah. <laughs> uh, is such a, is, a, is a, such a track aficionado. Mm -hmm. He, uh, he shared with us, you know, that, it, that he had a whole track team around his neighborhood mm -hmm. waiting to come. So, <laughs> so between, between, uh, you know, Lou Jones and Colleen Jones and, and, and Rob Davis mm -hmm. and Kimberly, we definitely had a, a, a whole crew from uh from your neighborhood that came over and uh was part of the program so um so i'm sure you guys have some good good uh good stories to tell from around there as well but i enjoyed the you know the, the uh you know you joining me and um you know look forward to some good some good some good stories man 100 percent 100 percent all right coach Thanks for listening to the Inside Track and Field podcast with Coach Carl Rose. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. 
We'll see you next time at the track, trying to go faster, higher, and further. Until next time, peace and blessings to all our listeners.